Welcome to the Adventure Church Podcast. We're excited you're here, and we hope today's message encourages you, builds your faith, and brings you hope for the future. May God bless you as you listen in to today's message. Hey, on this Memorial Day, I thought about this memorial. A memorial is a place or a monument in which we remember things at. And the Ackermans Memorial this goes like this. M is for the mothers who sent their children off to war. E is for the everlasting gift of freedom. Don't ever take it for granted. M is for the mums that decorate the graves of the soldiers. O is for the old men that are veterans today. I is for the island of Hawaii where the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor. A is for America, the home of the brave. L, I love this, is for the land of the free. Somebody say amen. Isn't God good this morning? Praise the Lord. So if you have your notes this morning, I I wrote this and I I put this together and when I wrote it at my cabin, I, I thought to myself, God, how can I correlate this with your life to modern day life today? That God, let me apply it to modern day life today, how you came and you died for us and sacrificed your life so that we can have life more abundantly. And I put it together in three forms and three ways of how God came and how men and women laid down their life for us. So today, I call this message the ultimate sacrifice. So when you think of Memorial Day, it is a day to honor those who have gone before us in battle and gave their lives for our country. And so if you have a son or a daughter or a dad or a mom or an uncle or an aunt that have gone before us and maybe sacrificed and laid down their lives for our sake, I want to say from this pulpit today as this pastor, thank you for allowing your son, your daughter, your mom, your dad, your aunt, your uncle to go and lay down their lives for us. We do not take it for granted. Let's show them our appreciation. Come on. Amen. Laying down their life for us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Today, maybe you have fought for our freedom, or you know someone who has fought for our freedom. So today, we say thank you. And if that is you here today, and if you served any way, shape, or form in any kind of branch, will you please stand that we can recognize you this morning? Those who served in the branch today, let's recognize them. Come on, show our appreciation. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For all what you have done, Tom, thank you. And I want you to say this to you. Those of you stand, I want to say thank you from this pulpit, but I want to encourage you, those that didn't stand and you see the ones around you that stand, make sure that today before you end this service that you let them know how much you appreciate those people who stood. Let them know you care. Let them know that you're grateful and thankful for what they have done for you and for me, for our freedom. But in Mark chapter 10, Verse 45, and this is how God gave me this message. He gave it to me how men and women today lay down their lives for you and I. And so I thought about this message. The first thing that Jesus did in Mark 10, verse 45, he says these words, For even the Son of Man did not come to be served. He didn't come to be served. Even though he was the King of kings and the Lord of lords, anyone and anybody could have served him. Matter of fact, they probably all would have wanted to serve him in one way or another because maybe they thought they could get something from him if they would serve him. But Jesus wanted to make sure that I didn't come, Monty, to be served, but to serve. 
to serve. The whole, the whole mission of Jesus was to serve, to show us and lead us by example that I came to serve, I came to give, I came to lay down my life for you. That was the whole purpose. But then he goes on to say, and to give his life as a ransom or sacrifice for you. And because of that, you and I can today, say today that we are free spiritually. Aren't you glad he that the sun sets free is free indeed, that you are free spiritually, that you are no longer caught up by the wiles of the enemy, that sin has no sting over your life any longer, that you are free indeed, and you know that if you die today, you know because you would die today in the freedom of Christ, you'll go to heaven. Isn't that exciting? Praise the Lord. Amen. Let me just say this to you. Uh, Thursday, I had to go into the cities, and thank you for your prayers. Thursday, I went into the cities, and I had to do a funeral. It wasn't a, a very great, desirable funeral. As a young lady, I thought she was 27, but she was actually 25, and she had taken her life. And so I had to go do this funeral, and sure enough, I, Ray, the guy that I led to the Lord over eight years ago, man, he was just broken, just broken, man. When I got into the, the, the funeral home there, he grabbed me and hugged me and just started crying and so on and so forth. And, man, I mean to tell you, there was people, probably 110, maybe 125 people that were there in that service. Well, God gave me the message that Wednesday morning when I wrote it to get ready for Thursday night, and God gave me the message said, listen, you got them where you want them, now you're going to get them. And so what I did is I preached the salvation message and I drove it home. And I asked the congregation, I said, if you would die today, do you know for certain you'd go to heaven? And I said, if you would stand before the King of kings and the Lord of lords and he would ask you, why should I let you into my heavens, what would you say? And I said, it's not by works that you've been saved, but it's by grace. And before you know it, at the end, I gave an altar call. And 24 brand new Christians gave their heart to the Lord. I mean to tell you, I got to pray the sinner's prayer in that place. It was 100, 110, 125 people. And every one of those people prayed the sinner's prayer together. You know what? It was exciting because he that the Son set free is free indeed. He gave his life as a ransom for many so that you and I can be free spiritually. But if you look at this, I love this. Jesus led us by an example of serving and giving of himself. He gave his best and nothing less. I always say that Jesus doesn't give a second best. He gives his best. He gave us his best. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. In other words, what he gave, he gave his one and only. There was no duplicate. There was no uh, uh, a tailor made, uh, other one made just like him. He was tailor-made. He was ultimate sacrifice. He gave his best and nothing less, his one and only only son. Jesus looked out for the needs of others before he looked out for his own needs. Isn't that exactly what he did? He looked out for the needs of others. Everywhere you see Jesus had compassion. He was moved with compassion, love and understanding to the needs of others all around him. He looked for the needs of others. Now what does that have to do with Memorial Day? Memorial Day is this. Today we look at men and women who served our country and gave the ultimate sacrifice or the ultimate gift themselves. They gave. They were willing to serve and lay down their lives for you and I. They were willing to serve. My country is calling. My duty is my responsibility to help bring freedom to you and I. So we're free spiritually as well as 
physically because of men and women who laid down their lives for us. Giving of himself is the ultimate sacrifice that we have received. Freedom. Aren't you glad that you are free? Aren't you glad that you are free? I don't know about you, and I'm not trying to make a pun or try to create an, an issue here, so please understand when your pastor says that. But when, yesterday I was with a couple couples, and we went up to Danbury over here at the ice cream shop. And we went up there, and the place was absolutely packed. And you know what I loved about it? There was such a buzz there. There was such excitement there. And you know what else I noticed? There wasn't the six feet distance there. People were elbow to elbow. And guess what? There wasn't the mass there. People People are free. And I'm not trying to make an issue. What I'm saying is there's something about freedom. There's something about freedom. When God get, get sent his son, he gave us freedom spiritually. But when he laid down his life for men and women like you who laid down their life, they gave us uh, freedom physically. I love this. Serving is when you are willing to fill in the gap. Serving without expectation. What's in it for me? What's, what, how much skin do I have to give? What am I going to get in return? That's what serving without expectation means, that I'm going to serve without expecting something in return. That's what laying down is. Can you imagine losing a, a loved one, a son or a daughter, a mom or a dad? What was their expectations? If they come back, what are they going to get in return? Maybe get a medal of honor? But what comes in return of that? There is no token of return. All there is is honor that they gave their life. No expect without expectation and giving when it may cost their lives. There is there is one we should always remember who fought for our freedom spiritually, and that's Jesus. So watch this. So Jesus showed us an example how to serve. But then he didn't just leave it there. He didn't just show us that I'm gonna serve, I'm gonna come not to be served, but to serve and give my life as a ransom. But then he was willing even to lay down his life. Watch this. In 1 John chapter 3, verse 16, it's not John 3, 16, for God so loved the world. It's 1 John 3, 16. What a coincidence how they dovetail together. John 3, 16 and 1 John 3, 16. Watch this. This is how we know what love is. God so loved the world, right? John 3, 16. 1 John 3, 16. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. I'm not just willing to serve, but I'm willing to die. I'm willing to lay it all down at any cost. And then he goes on and he gives us a challenge. I always say when I see you, there's three things I want to do, inspire you, encourage you, and challenge you. And today I want to challenge you, encourage you, and I want to inspire you. Are you willing to lay your life down? Not maybe physically, but are you willing to serve? Are you willing to help? Are you willing to shoulder the load of those around you? And then he goes on to say, he says, watch this. And we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and our sisters. Isn't that exactly what these men and women have done? They laid down our lives, their lives for us. They laid down their lives for us. And some of those people that laid down their lives, we will never meet. We will never know. But someday when we get to heaven, maybe we will be able to meet them and thank them. But I love this. Jesus laid down his life for you and me so that we can be free from sin and death. You see the correlation? That we can be free internally. 
from sin and death. Where, O death, is thy victory? Where, O death, is thy sting? Death has been swallowed up. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift, the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. That God gave us a gift, and that gift is the gift of freedom, being set free from sin and death. Jesus also says that we ought to lay down our lives for our friends, sacrificing, giving up things, that I'm going to lay down my life. One of the ways that you can show that you love people is by being an ultimate sacrificing, filling in the gap, helping out where need is maybe great. It's showing people that you care by helping out, maybe lending a hand, maybe supporting them in some way or another. But I'm going to lay down my life and show people that I'm willing to serve and help in any time of need. Today we remember those who had laid down their lives for us so that we can be free. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Why would these great men and women lay down their lives? Why? Because they love this great nation. And they love this country. But most of all, they love you. See how that correlates, Chris? God so loved the world, which is you. What do these men and women do? They love this nation, country, and you that they were willing to lay it down. Sometimes we take that which is given to us for granted. But here's another part. Memorial Day is a time to remember, a time to remember the blood that the men and women laid down for us and the lives that were given. In 1 Corinthians, it says this in verse 11, 1 Corinthians 11, it shares there again. So Jesus came to serve, laid down his life, but I don't know about you, every first Sunday of the month we do communion. And whenever we do communion, it's in remembrance not of ourselves, but it's always in remembrance of him, of what he has done for us. Over 2,000 years ago, we've been doing communion in remembrance of him. Memorial Day is a day and a time to remember those who have laid down their lives for you and I. But look at what Jesus said. For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The emblems, the body, and the blood. For the Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, now look what he said, took bread, representing his body, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body. This is my body. That men and women, this is my body, which is for you. Now look at what he says. Do this in remembrance of, of me. So every time we partake of communion, we remember the body that was broken and the body that died for you and I. What is Memorial Day about? It's remembering those who have laid down their lives for you and I. A time to reflect and say, Grandpa, Grandma, Dad, Mom, Brother, Sister, thank you for laying down your life for me. But then he goes on to say this, in the same way, after the supper, he took the cup saying, this is the cup of the new covenant in my blood. Watch this. Again, do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. So what is Jesus doing? He's, in other words, he's saying, don't take it lightly, the emblems of which you're perceiving or taking. 
Do it in remembrance of me. And what are you remembering? What he did for you on the cross. How he took the beatings and how he took the, the cat of nine tails and how the, the nails in his hands and his feet and the spear in his side. Do this in remembrance of me. I don't know about you, but every time Easter comes around, I don't know. I look at the movie The Passion. Have you ever saw the movie Passion? And man, remember that? Man, watching that movie, and every time I watch that movie, it just brings goosebumps to me or chills to me. Why? Because you see the sacrifice that he went through. That's the same thing that these men and women have done. Some, man, lame, lost limbs, different things that they sacrificed and gave so you and I could be sitting in these chairs today. But then remembering, remembering that he gave his life for you, and me so that we can be free. Free. He that the Son sets free is free indeed. Aren't you glad you're free today? Aren't you glad that you can be free spiritually? That I don't have to be worrying about in my conscience, am I going to make it to heaven or not? Those 24 people in that funeral home, man, now today are free. You should have seen them from the back to the front. They were crying all over the place. One of the guys that gave their life to the Lord was the grandfather of the, of the, of the girl that passed away. And, man, afterwards, man, he came and put his arm around me and was right next to Cheryl. And he said, I want to thank you for that. For now I know that I know that I know that I know that I'm going to heaven. Isn't that exciting? Come on, I'm telling you, man, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. But here's another one. Remembering that he shed his blood so that you can be forgiven. You know what Jesus did? He said, remember that I shed my blood and that there's a purpose in why I shed my blood. And here's the purpose. The purpose is that he blots out your sins and he remembers them no more through the blood. So listen, Jesus' purpose of dying for you and setting his blood so that he can set you free and blot out your sins and remember them no more. So if Jesus doesn't remember them anymore, why do you remember your faults, your wrongs, and your failures in your life when Jesus himself shed his blood so that you can be forgiven? Now you have a reason for living. Jesus set you free. I love this. But just how you, we remember Jesus for what he has done for us, Memorial Day is a day to remember what men and women have sacrificed and given for us. Wow. I don't know about you, but every time I see the flag, it just does something to me. How many of you know what I'm talking about? I think the United States, and I'm not being partial, and maybe I am, I think we have one of the most beautiful flags. Somebody say amen. Amen. I think we have one of the most beautiful flags, and every time I see it, it just does something to me. Memorial Day should not just be a day about a long weekend. Thank God it's Friday, and I get Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. That kind of like sounds like a rap. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. You don't know none of that neither. Pastor Andrew does. He's got some rhythm. Mr. Rhythm says, it shouldn't just be about a long weekend. It should be a time that we really seriously thank the men and women that have gone before us. Amen? So you say, well, Pastor, how can I show my gratitude or how can I show or say thank you? And you have this on your, your notes. Number one. Show respect to our country by hanging an American flag. And, you know, I'll tell you, I, I've been doing this all the time, Fourth of July, Memorial Week, and all the different holidays, I hang a flag. 
And outside my cabin, I have a flag out there. And it was really cool because I was out there the other day. And when I was out there, all of a sudden, people started honking their horns. And I thought they were maybe honking at me. But really, they were honking at me. Freedom! And is there any time right now that we need to stand up for America and for our country? It's now. And one of the ways that we can show it and be a silent partner for our country is by being proud of being an American, by hanging a flag and being loud and proud. I am an American, and I'm proud of it. And here is my token, my, my memorial of this flag, the stripes that represent the blood and the countries and the, and the states. I am proud of who I am. I'm proud to be an American. Ooh, Quick over there, Andrew. Right? Hang that flag loud and proud. Man, there's a choir over there. I like that. Charlie Brown in the peanut gallery. Amen. Here's another one. Say thank you to those you know who fought for our freedom. And that's why for those who stood today, I pray that the people around you will really let you know how much we appreciate you. That we don't take it for granted. Thank you, Tom. Thank you for what you've done. I mean that. And I'm just thinking about Tom, but thank you for those of all who stood. Thank you for all you've done. We need to let you know. Here's another one. This one does something to me every time. Visit a veteran's hospital. If you've never been to a veteran's hospital, let me encourage you to do so. It will revolutionize your life. It will change your thinking. It will change who you really are. I mean to tell you, and I would walk into these corridors and these, these veterans' hospitals, I mean to tell you, people on my right and to the left almost felt like I was in a parade. There were people in wheelchairs, man with limbs that were off and all these different ailments that they had. And I mean to tell you, but you know what? They were all smiling. They were grateful. They were thankful. And I would go through there, and I would slap everyone, high five, pop, 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 and they'd start smiling. You know what? When you go to a veterans' hospital and you see the pain and the sacrifices that those men and women made and for you, it makes you appreciate this country even more, and it makes you even appreciate those who lay down their lives because they sacrificed, and you could see and you could witness by maybe they lost a limb or an arm or whatever the case may be, and that's because they loved you so much that they gave of themselves for you. Man, I don't know about you, but that just sends, sends uh, chills down me. Another one is this, pray with families who may have lost a son or a daughter in service. Maybe you know someone who's lost a, a son or a daughter, a mom or dad. You know what? Memorial Day is kind of like the birthing of reopening up that scab again. It brings back to remembrance my son. I lost my son in battle. I lost my daughter. I lost my mom. I lost my dad. You know, that pain never goes away. I lost my little sister not too long ago, and you know what? It still sticks with me. And that's my little sister, and I loved her so dearly. Then when I lost my mom 10 years ago, man, it's really tore me apart. I, I remember my mom every day. And, you know, think about those men and women who lost a son or a daughter. It's with them every day. It's just not on Memorial Day. And it's our responsibility as Christians to uphold one another, to pray and to stand in the gap and support those around us that we know who lost a loved one. No greater love than a friend that lays down his life for a friend. That I'm going to stand in the gap. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to support you. I'm going to help you through this situation of life. Another one is this. Pray for our country and our president. Now, I know, man, I don't want to bring debate here. I know that some like them, some don't, whatever. It doesn't matter to me. But whatever your situation or your stance is, you know what? We still have an obligation. And that obligation is to pray for our country 
and to pray for our president, regardless of whatever your opinions are. It doesn't matter. What matters is that we pray, and pray, ch prayer changes things. So I want to encourage you, if you like him, pray for him. If you don't like him, pray for him. You know what? We still have an obligation. We pray, and we stand in the gap, and we lift up the arms of those who are in leadership, that they make godly moral decisions and godly judgment decisions for our country. Somebody say amen. Amen. We need to do that. And I love this. Is this. Give to a charity who honor war veterans. Man. Giving shows that you really put your money where your mouth is. You put your action where your, where your talk is. That I'm going to show and I'm going to support a charity maybe of, of, of your choice that supports the veterans. So this morning, I want to encourage you. What can you do? What can you do today? Maybe around the table when you're with friends and family, a lot of family here today. Maybe you t take a moment and just pray in your prayer, Lord, thank you for the men and women who have gone before me and laid down their lives for me. Take that moment. It only takes a spark to get a fire going. It only takes a spark in your prayers to move God. Will you stand with me this morning? And I'm going to have my altar workers come out, and my wife's going to come at this time. And I have my altar workers, will you make your way out? If you need prayer this morning, we're going to, we, every Sunday we have prayer and these altars are open. And if you need prayer this morning, our altar workers are going to come down and pray. But my wife has an announcement we need right now. I don't know about many of you, but how many of you enjoyed going to camp as a kid? How many of you? Go ahead and raise your hand if you've ever been to camp and enjoyed it. I don't know how my parents ever afforded it, but they seem to have sent us to a lot of camps. I think they were trying to get rid of us for the summer. But I tell you, there are a lot of families that just can't always afford to send their kids to camp. And we do not want one child from this church that says, I can't afford to go to camp. So it's my heart that, please, no pastors in my heart, they're back there by the door with offering buckets. And if you'd like to give this morning to a kid to go to camp, go ahead and put the money in the offering. Just make the checks out to Adventure Church, and they'll make sure that every penny goes to paying for kids to go to camp this year. I don't know if you realize how expensive it is. It's like, what is it, like 200 and some dollars, almost $300 a kid. How much? $260 a kid. That's really expensive. So I just encourage you, if you'd like to give, because I've got to tell you guys, we got to make sure this next generation knows about Jesus. we got to make sure that they experience the fullness of God. So I encourage you, if you'd like to give back there, go ahead and do that. Man, so at the back, they're standing at the doors if you'd like to do that. But let me pray over you today. And if you need prayer, please step out and allow any of these people here to pray with you this morning. That's what it's all about. It doesn't mean that you're weak if you need prayer. It means that you're able to say, hey, I admit I have a situation. So I encourage you, if you need prayer, but let me pray over you. Father, I thank you for every one of these men and women, for the men and women that have gone before us and fought for our lives today. We don't take it for granted. We say thank you. And I pray that today will be a special blessing upon them, that, Lord, as they reflect maybe about the battles they were in, the struggles that they faced, that, God, that you will show yourself strong and mighty and powerful to each and every one of them. Bless them, Father, I pray. Be with us as we're family and friends today. May we just always remember and reflect on you and those that have gone before us. We thank you, Father, for this wonderful congregation. Bless them and keep them. And go with us now in Jesus' name. 
Amen. God bless you. If you need prayer, step out. That would any of these people pray with you. God bless you. Give the Lord praise. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening to today's message. If this message has encouraged you in any way, please consider giving to Adventure Church to help continue this ministry. Giving is safe and easy through our website at www.adventurechurchsiren.com. Thank you for your generous support.